Do you seriously have a minivan? I came here with the minivan. Can we take a picture in front black, of you? Yeah, black oh wheels, dark windows, so they don't know who's driving, but I have it. You know, they do not respect you if you drive a <laughs> minivan. They, if they can't cut you off, they will cut you off. I get on my own car and people don't do the stuff that they just did to me five minutes ago. <laughs> so it is, a, it is something about the minivan. I believe that each and every one of us has the power within ourselves to create the life that we really want. And I want to help give you the tools to make that happen. I'm Danica Patrick, and I'm Pretty Intense. Welcome to the Pretty Intense podcast. Today, we're talking to Tony Kanan, who is an IndyCar driver and was a teammate of mine. So... For me, I was really interested in hearing about him as a person in his life. That's just stuff you don't get into when you're when you're friends. You're just kind of going about your life and your work. But I really wanted to dive into that, and so we did. And um, he had a lot of really great perspective on um, the challenges of not really even just like the job itself because it's hard, but really what I want to know about his life. So we talked about. Um, the balance of that and how to grow as a human being to being a happier person. Please enjoy. Well, Tony Kanan, welcome to the Pretty Intense Podcast. Thank you. Thank Actually, you. the name is pretty intimidating. Do you think that I'm a pretty intense person? Well, yeah, knowing you. Does it make yes. sense? Yeah, 100%. It does? 100%. Yeah. Well, um, I think thank you. Why? Well, well, because I don't think it always means all the best things, right? Like being pretty intense is, can be a little offensive at times. Yeah, scary. But, yeah, like you but said, it's, scary. It's, yeah, but it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Sometimes it, it's good to be scary to people. That's true. You know, like That's people true. back off and they'll look at you a different way. So. Yeah. We were just saying before we press record, well, let's face it, I didn't press record, this is not structured. This is like a conversation and how it's funny to get out of that headspace of an interview like we're so used to doing, which is, um, you know, this is what you, you know, got to say, mention your sponsors, make sure you plug the race, make sure you do this. And it's, you know, five minutes later, it's over with if you're lucky. Yeah. And, and this is one of those formats where we can talk and people can get a feel for our personality. Um, I've always felt like in in racing in particular, it's always been hard to develop huge fan bases for a specific driver because it takes so long to get to know that driver yep. where it's not like, you know, they're not cheering for me because I was, you know, grew up in Illinois. It's not like I have Illinois on my side because of it. Um, you have to get to know somebody through their personality and interviews and, um, you know, sometimes in heated situations. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it is, that's how you get to know us. So um, so with that said, is there anything in particular you want to mention that's totally anything you've never said before and it would be um, controversial or... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know me well enough. I think I'm pretty uh, transparent. You are, you are. It's, uh... You are. Okay, so I kind of wanted to go back to the very beginning of us as teammates okay. when I got to know you and how... You know, you're a joker, you're funny, you, you you boys would play your pranks back in the day. Of course, my favorite one was where 
you and Dario, who was it? It was you, Dario Franchitti, um, Brian. and Brian Herta all shit in Dan Weldon's toilet. In, Correct. Wasn't that in Japan? In Japan. And then you cranked the heat? Yeah, we took the water out of the toilet. That was the first thing. It's a clutch then move. Everybody went. Uh, How did you organize that? So that was actually a debate, uh, which I'm... I'm not picky about that stuff, so I can go to the bathroom anywhere that I really like. And any time, apparently? Yes. And then, wow, that's, that's, uh, I think you have IBS, but... Okay. You know, but then, then, then Dario gets, oh, no, I got to go first. So I'm like, guys, whatever, figure it out. So oh we, we emptied the toilet. It's kind of a disgusting conversation, actually. But, and we, took, we closed the water knob yeah. out of... Oh, and yeah, we and took then you the flush knob it. out, and we flushed it, so it was no water, oh, my God. and he couldn't flush it. Oh, my God. And... Four guys went. I was the last one, which wasn't pleasant, I Bold have move. to say. Yeah. That's pretty intense. And we cranked the heat on in his bedroom, and oh. we left. So the way I got the key, I actually impersonated that I was Dan Weldon. And in Japan, they didn't know better. Dan wasn't that famous yet. So that's how I got his room key, without being asked for an ID. It was funny. It was back yeah. in the day before they needed your blood type and Correct. Your, your passport Correct. number and everything. Just funny enough, the other day it. I locked myself out of my room in the hotel. And obviously I didn't have my, I don't carry my ID with, him, with me. I went to grab some ice and she wouldn't, I didn't remember my room number. As you know, I mean, it, it took me a little bit because we stay like, you know, when you stay like three nights in a row in three different hotels. Oh, yeah. You're you like, can't we're, remember where you are when you wake up. And she wouldn't give me a kiss. I said, well, we're probably going to have to go up there with me so I can prove it because I can't, <laughs> I'm not just walking in here and try Anyway, but yeah, that was the, probably the, the biggest prank. Yeah, so the point of the question in that fantastic story is, is I don't feel like you guys pranked me. No, but we, you know, Why? like, here's the thing. I mean, you come to the team and... and, and you know, you're this little girl and, and you're strong. You have a really strong personality, kind of intimidating at times. And you're like, is she going to hit me if I do something? <laughs> but also we got told that, you know, remember, boys are boys. And I know nowadays, you, I know. You, Wait a minute. You, you guys can got totally, your wings clipped? You can totally take it. But we're like, guys, you have to like, don't, you can do stuff. For, to her, but do not exaggerate the way you guys do oh, to shit boys. Shit in her toilet. Yeah. So, and then uh, you know, then you 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 just like you're you used to get fiery. So we like we backed off. We're like, nah, we'll leave her alone. Do you feel like I've tamed down a little bit? Am I more calm than I than I was when you remember meeting me and in the beginning? No. <laughs> Good. No. Uh, just about different things, right? And more. I think you've learned <laughs> how to control yourself a little more. Obviously, as Years goes by, I think you've learned, but also, uh, you know, nowadays, you probably know that a lot better than me. Once you're in the spotlight, you got to unfortunately think about three times once before you really react. And I think yeah. back in the days, the good part was you didn't care. You, know, you, you didn't like something. Yeah. You're going to go after that, you well, know? Well, I mean, I used to, I did used to, I mean, I used to fly off the handlebars all the time. I remember the one time I was walking down pit lane, the race was still going on. It was Michigan. We were delayed for like three hours because of the rain. And then all of a sudden it was drivers to your cars and we were green flagging 15 laps and it was the second longest race of the year next to the Indy 500. Yep. And um, I... I think we sat in the car for 45 minutes before we even rolled off because they were still trying to dry weepers. And I wasn't brave enough to get out and go to the bathroom because I thought, sure enough, they're going to call us to go. And um, But anyway, um, and I remember, I, I, I think I ran out of gas with like six laps to go. Yep. And I was so pissed off. And I was like, 
throwing my helmet down, my earpieces down, I'm walking out pit lane, and I kick a barrel, and the barrel was empty, and I thought it was full of water, and I was like, oh, shit, and I picked the barrel up, and I stood it up straight, because I was like, oh, no. But, but see, I mean, like I said, you probably would do differently today, so I think maybe. you haven't changed. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't think you have. Maybe. You know, sometimes you go, yeah, I've learned that. I'm still, you're still going to have a chat. You're still, you're still Danica. In my, in my opinion, you're still, if we piss you off, you're still going to come after us anyway. Was there f anyone fiery in your family? Was there anyone that like growing up, you were like, whoa, don't cross. Oh, my mom. My okay. mom. Oh, my mom. Like, Perfect. I'm uh, so glad that you said that. 100%. Because, um, so what's interesting is that, of course, like we know each other really well. I wouldn't even need to. Uh, look, there's a research team. And so there's 20 pages of notes on you. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to read them all. So I came across a story about how you, your mom found out that you were racing. Yep. And I was like, that is the funniest story. And, and, and what an interesting story about perspective. So the story in, in paraphrasing would be like, <laughs> so you can tell it. Go ahead. So yeah. <laughs> obviously dad, mom, was always scared about racing and that stuff. And dad and I used to watch races together all the time. And she's like, don't you dare giving this kid anything that has four wheels and a steering wheel. So <laughs> sure enough, dad went behind their back and bought me a go-kart. And we start going every weekend, going to the go-kart track. And dad would make an excuse to say, I don't remember exactly what he would tell my mom. Well, we're going to go to so-and-so's house. We're going to go to this. So anyway... Four or five weekends in a row, my mom is like, hmm, what's going on here? Yeah, well, it was all day, all weekend, probably, it, like all day Saturday Yeah, and like Sunday. Saturday from <laughs> 9 to 5, you know, yeah. and you're like, uh. so, but it's funny because you think about it, like you said, so your mind, my mom is extremely fiery, uh, a very jealous person, always, was always oh. jealous about my dad and like, you know, so like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Paranoid. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. I know that person, I've been there. <laughs> she, uh. She get, we get home one day and she's like, she sat him down. I, I've heard it afterwards. Obviously, I wasn't part of that conversation. But my mom thought my dad was cheating on her and using me as an alibi because he was being, you know, gone every weekend. Kids as pawns, never fair. Exactly. Never so fair. which actually worked. I know he. I think he planned that so well, Danica. Because when do you think he planned it? No, no. I'm saying like <laughs> no. I'm saying like it worked out for him because you, you can't imagine that she's thinking the worst. And then oh, you go, yeah. no, I gave the kid a go kart and actually. She goes, ah, well, okay. All of a sudden, it was okay for me to race. So he, it worked out for right? him perfectly. So I know? read that, and I was like, man, the, the thing that came to mind first was like perspective, right? Perspective creates expectation levels. Correct. So she, while she damn well didn't want you to have four wheels and a, four tires and a steering wheel and said, don't you dare get him one of those. All of a sudden now it's totally No, okay. now it's like awesome. Because given the contrast of the situation, Correct. Like, oh, of course, go-kart's totally fine. Get two. Correct. Um, I, I have your sister do it too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I found that to be so funny. And now. that's how my racing started. Actually, yeah. we laugh about this up until today. And my mom hasn't changed a bit. And she's still jealous about me and my sister. And Where does she live? She lives in Rio. Okay. In Brazil, she so how comes. How often do you see her? She comes here three times a year. Yeah. Um, you know, it works. Does she come for the five hundred, so she. No, she no. doesn't. She doesn't what? watch races. She oh, hasn't dear. watched a single race of mine. What? Ever. She prays the entire time, and she asked my sisters from from like. A, she came to the five hundred three times, stayed in my bus, with the TV off, just yeah. praying the entire time. So, uh, she gets nervous. Thank so she God. will come here and uh, yeah. <laughs> 
She come here in July for a month. Uh, she comes here for Christmas and New Year's. We alternate between myself and my sister. Yeah. And uh, now we follow the kids. So she, she comes up. I mean, how does that make you feel that she's never watched you race? I, I get it. I mean, now that I have kids, I, I don't know if I was going to be able to watch my kids race. And I have a lot more knowledge than my mom. No offense to her. I mean, I'm, I've known what, you know, what we go through. So I don't mind. I think it was something that she always did. And for her, it works. So I don't mind. It's not that I want her. I mean, yeah, you she... You don't feel offended no. or you don't feel like, no. you know... And then she watches, you know, when I won races, probably, you know, she saw after she'll the finish line. She'll go back and watch them? Will she go no, back no, no, no. She'll, just she'll go, never no, no, watch no, no, you. No. You know, she won't ever watch your Indy 500 win from no. 13. No. She doesn't. Never did. It's interesting. Wow. Does she think maybe that now if she watches one, it'll be like total bad luck like it's like when you go down a road so long with superstition right then all of a sudden you break it and your mind becomes overwhelmed with the with the the contrast she won't tell me that but i'm pretty sure that's probably what goes through her head you know but she ain't never going to see you race (laughs) which is fine she's not missing a lot nowadays (laughs) well racing goes through its ebbs and flows right like i think about my first time i come i came to you know the my first year in, in the IndyCar series and my first year at the Indy 500 and how my car was so fast and like everything was in line, like the right team, right engine, right car, right everything. But here I am with less than a thousand laps of experience in an IndyCar and race condition and how, damn it, if I could just go back with all this experience, then I'd have done such a better job. Um, but, um, you know, it wouldn't have been the dramatic story, but it's uh, that's, a, that's a crazy story. I, I feel... So she still, my mom does not watch my races, so. Wow. Would you watch your kids race? You said you might not. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to give them that option, so no. They're not going to race. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kidding. My 11-year-old Leo, which you gave him a go-kart, by the way, um, Danica. You're welcome. As a baby present. <laughs> her and her dad gave my kid a go-kart <laughs> and he was three months old not even not three weeks old yeah but everyone does such a bad you know job i still with, have it bad job with kid presents they give them uh, presents that are only good for like right then i agree i was planning for the future for you i agree and actually i still have it oh uh, he drove it once did he really yeah when he was like five did you have to like buy a whole new engine probably and no at the time no because he wanted to try and then actually leo wasn't into it so i still have it so hmm. Deco, my four-year-old it's really into it Crazy, crazy little dude. He actually, uh, you know, knows every brand of every car. He talks about it. You walk in on the street, he goes, oh, that, that's a Corvette. That's a Mercedes. So he might be the one. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to prevent well, my kids. Well, you've probably given him that, a pretty good opportunity to get educated, given the fact that you have how many how many cars no, do you No, actually, own? I'm down Seriously, to can it. You, can you be honest about yes, this? Yes, actually, I'm... I, we we grow the family, so I had to sell a lot of the cars. As you remember, I had actually up to like fourteen cars. Now I'm down to five. So, in a minivan. Do you have a place in Miami still? No, they just sold that in December. We moved full time uh, to Indianapolis, and uh, actually, I live probably six minutes from your dad's now. Oh, okay. So, um, Lawrence from Indianapolis. Yeah. So we we decided that when I signed with AJ. Um, part of my deal was that I need to be more involved with the running of the team as well. So I'm in the team every day. 
So I, so I never work. enjoyed that. Yeah. Like that I mean, whole part of being around, I did it because like that's what because you know, you're you had expected to. to do. But I, I didn't, I, I was zero productive. I mean, in NASCAR, we had, we had meetings. Like we had Monday or Tuesday meetings. Like some teams were different, but we had Monday meetings and we'd go in and we'd talk about the car for a few hours and, you know, that was the most productive thing I could do. Other than that, it's literally like hanging out. So are you doing more than uh, I do out? a lot more than that. I mean, I participated a lot. They give me a lot of freedom to to help too. So it's kind of like I kind of enjoyed that side. I think uh, as I getting towards the end of my career, I'm still, you know, people ask me, which like you got that question a thousand times, what's next? Mm-hmm. I was never the type of guy that plan, you know, as 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 a racer, you know, you don't, how can you plan? Oh, I'm going to plan to win the 500. You can't plan that. You can mm-hmm. prepare for it, but you mm-hmm. can't. So um, that's something that I kind of enjoyed. It's still probably going to keep me around racing if if I decide, when I decided you, to. Do you want to be? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a team owner. I don't yeah, think. No, 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 I mean, no, no, like no. I don't want to, no. Worrying about the money coming Not at in, all. hiring and firing. No, uh, but part of helping is structure a team, getting the people I love working with people and, yeah, and yeah. you know, the way... You're a people person. Yes, too. yes. I mean, kind of, you know, and... and uh, <laughs> you are. And, 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 and to me, I mean, look at the people that I brought. If you look at the team today, I have Scott Harner that was with me at Ganassi. He was the general manager at yeah. Ganassi. Now he's running our team. Eric Calden, my engineer yeah, that was there forever. when you we were there forever. And I have four of, four of my eight mechanics that when I won the 500, they're in my car. So wow. we're bringing, so yeah. that's people. That's like what, you gotta that's what that I do. Story like yes. I did at the end of my career, like where I was like, oh man, I'm back. And some of the same people are back and numbers. But that, but, and but that doesn't mean, things. that doesn't mean anything. That's just, I'm yeah, of, just my, one of my, one of my, my um, commitments to AJ was we're going to try to build the team and a strong team and try to actually raise the yeah. bar. And, and yeah. we've been struggling Good. a lot, yeah. but, well. but, but anyway, I've, I've enjoyed that part. That's why we moved to Look, Indianapolis. I think that having goals is something that is critical to, to accomplishing anything, right? Yep. If you don't know where you want to go, how are you ever going to get there? So I can't leave of, without a goal. If I don't wake up in the morning thing, I, right. I, I feel I'm, I'm not alive. So it makes me, you know, in, in, in reading through all the information and also knowing that your dad passed away when you were, you know, pretty young and how you... You promised him you'd keep racing. Yeah, that was kind of, you know, yes. That, was that, like, how how did that fuel you? Was that was that it, or was it just because you love racing? Like, what, you know, because it, it, really, it really feels like that was something that you guys had together. You spent time together. You obviously had your dirty little secret from mom for a while. <laughs> but, it wasn't you know, five you, weeks. You promised him. Yeah, I mean, dad got sick. He got um, diagnosed with cancer. Um, when I was nine, and he passed when I was 13. I was already racing, and I think it was something that we've done a lot. Obviously, it was four years before he passed. I raced every weekend. Um, you did exactly the same thing with your dad. And through the years, obviously, through the end, when he probably figured out he was not going to make it, which I didn't realize that. I was 13. You never wanted to believe you're going to lose your dad. Of course Regardless not. how bad the I'm situation is. I'm 37 I'm not thinking about that. Exactly. Well, you shouldn't. Nobody should. Mm. Um, but he kind of like prepared myself for it. He says, hey, if I'm not around, you know, eventually you have to take care of your mom and your sister. And I yeah. think you're really good in what you do. You shouldn't give up racing. And 
Uh, he was in the hospital on a Thursday. It was just a Thursday night. Races are always on the weekend. I had qualifying. I had a test on Friday, qualify Saturday and race on Sunday. So I went to see him in the hospital Thursday night. He wanted to see me. He asked my mom, can he go pick him up? And we sat down. He was totally fine. I mean, obviously, extremely weak from the chemo and everything. But he was talking or we're chatting. And he goes, promise me one thing. I said, yes, whatever you need. What do you want? And he says, he will never stop racing um, regardless what happens to me. Never. I mean, you know what I mean? Never. Uh, I can race until I'm 70 years old, but I'm almost there. You're on your but, way. <laughs> exactly. I knew you were going to do that. Um, so I said, okay, then, of course. You know, and I didn't think anything of it. So I went home. That night he passed. Oh, my God. So I woke up. Mom was home, which is which was extremely unusual. And I'm like, what happened? So she sat me down. She says, look, your dad went to sleep and... He started. He started to have some, uh, you know. He was started to get delirious. He yeah. was really weak, and uh, the, his two last words uh, it was Tony and the go kart race. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. I went. I woke up, and I, and I went to the track. I went to the track, and I tested. I qualified on pole, and I won that race on Sunday. So, in Brazil, the service the way it goes, it's really quick. We don't do here. Like I learned in America, it takes a week, right, for people when they pass. And in Brazil, it's kind of like. You want to get that done so the people stop suffering. What do they do to the bodies in Brazil? Do they we do, do the, the same, same thing, thing, but it's just quick. Like he passed between Thursday, so it was Friday. Yeah. Uh, they prepare the bodies, but they do the service Saturday, boom, bury them on Sunday. So I've never actually, I didn't go to the services. I didn't want to see it. I, I didn't believe there was anything that I wanted it to see there. I didn't want to have that image of my dad laying in a casket. Looking so different. The last time I saw him, it was I talked to him. So I went and I raced, and I won the race. So that trophy, my mom still has it in her nightstand. It's a little go-kart, um, mm-hmm. obviously, trophy. But And ever since, yes, I think uh, a lot of the times, because from that time on, it wasn't just pretty, right? I mean, it gets, you have times that you want to give up. You have oh, times yeah. that you're like, why do I do this? I ask myself, why, right? If, if, if people believe in God or not, I mean, I've, I've, I've do... And then I, I would ask God, why? Why me? And then that's very, it was very naive or very selfish for me to ask that. But, well, you know, you're 13, you're thinking about it. And then, and then you go beyond and say, you know what? I promised him that and I think I'm good in what I do. So I'm going to keep going. And then every time I had a hard time that I thought about giving up, I remember that I promised him I wasn't going to. And that's why I'm here today. So hopefully... Wherever he's at, he's he's there. That that to me is, you know, there's a big old word called you know neuroplasticity about like retraining your brain. Mm -hmm. Every day or every difficult time turned into a shift in power because you went from a negative to a positive, and you remembered what you promised, and you said, "I'm going to do this." And instead of like going down a hole and not being able to get back out, you said, I'm going to do this. And like, that is a powerful thing that I feel like is a, is applicable in any situation with any person is, is having that and telling yourself you're going to do that. It's like, I'm thinking of a funny story of like the very first time. No, it was the only time I think maybe you drove my car. It was at the 500 and I was super unhappy. I'm like, this thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's horrible. Anyone can get in this car and it'll be horrible. And you got in and you went out and, and, and because your freaking mindset when you get in the car is I go flat out and turn one for lap one and you go by and you go flat out and turn one 
in my car, which does not fit you. It pissed you off. And you... Uh, it was a little short on the pedals. Was, did, did, it, did it feel good, though? Was it the, I, 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 well, it was two things, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I had... I just want to make sure that I wasn't wrong. No. No, you're not. And then again, I mean, you remember, we, the, the relationship we yeah. had in that team was extremely unique. I think I can say that. And yeah. you maybe yeah, can... Yeah, it was uh, very... We, we worked together. We, yes. And, and it was two things that went through my mind. First of all... I knew you well enough and I knew I had to build your confidence. And then I knew if I had to gone through turn one flat out, I was going to piss you off so bad that, that I, I didn't matter how bad that car was, you're going to do it. <laughs> so I also had to like, but I said, how about if I crash this freaking thing? <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to give, give her my car. But as soon as I left the pits and then the cars had the same setup, I knew it was in your head. Obviously, I had more experience than you at the time. And I was like... There is no way. I mean, but I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But obviously, you leave the pits. You go to turn three and four with my experience. And I said, you know what? It's not that it's bad. Not that and bad. I went flat. And I, then, know and, and, and I know you did. But that's that's your mindset. And and by the way, thank you for that. You are. Um, anytime. Uh, and I did. I went out. You thanked me enough in your life. You don't have magically, to. Magically felt much better after that. <laughs> you must have tuned it right. Um, must have got the tire pressures right. Um, but... You know, that that is your mindset. Like, I feel like when you get set on something, you do it, right? You wanted to race, you'll yeah, do it. You're going flat through two one, you'll do it. You know, you... And that's... So I, what, like, the, what... Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, what's the next thing? Like, what do you... What's the next do it? And that's what I'm saying. The next thing is, it's... I, I've never... The way I grew up was always, uh, you know, with whatever I put my mindset to do it, which... You can relate to that because I know you've done it. You prove it. You made it in a very tough sport that at the time man was just, it was a man sport. Um, I'm going to do it. So what's next to make this team competitive? And, and, and you know, I've been taking a lot of heat. Um, it's funny that we're talking about this because you took a lot of heat in your life. The bigger you become, the more critics you have. Um and, and, and it's just, it's my mindset. I really, no disrespect to anybody that has an opinion about me, you're totally entitled to it. Um, oh, he's washed out, he's 44, he can't drive it anymore. This is my mindset, this is what I wanna do. I, I respect your opinion, but I really don't care. This well, is what I wanna thing. do. If you still feel like you can get up on that horse and it, go 240 miles an hour, then damn it, you can. Exactly. Because and, and, the day that you don't want to, like when I got towards the end, like I look back now and I'm thinking like, uh, Haley, who's worked for me forever, you know, Haley, she sent me a one year post photo of me standing by the car with my sister's little girls. And I sent a message back going, I'm so glad it's not. I'm so, I said, I'm so glad it's 2019 because it's scary as shit. I mean, you haven't arrived at that place no. yet. And then, you're, and then again, you're gone I, from it. But what what we what I did, what we did, what you still do, it's crazy as hell. It is, but but I don't know any other way. So basically, I, I I was having you know more and more as the years go by, you have those type of conversations, either in an interview or at home. Lauren's like, "Did you have four kids?" Yeah, what does we she have, say about we it? have, you know, gladly thank God we have more money than we thought we could have. We don't. It is not about the money. It was never about the money. We Which never. Which is why you're successful. Yeah, we never thought. I, mean, I never thought about that. Yeah, either. we're like, oh, I'm going to race because I want to be rich. That that was. You're attaching <laughs> yourself to the wrong outcome to manifest that to happen. It, so. Exactly. So I said, you know, it, it's one of those things. It, the day that I wake up, and I think like like you said, the shit's so dangerous. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably 
yeah. gonna stop. And and, and the question the, the the I just had this conversation last week with her because we're getting to a point that she's like, but when is that? So, no, she asked me. She says, well, how about what are you planning? Are you doing like DP? Did we call her DP? Because <laughs> anyway, are you? Would you announce your retirement and go through? a season that everybody, I, I don't know, I'm very emotional. I went to your farewell party and I was crying myself. I, <laughs> I, I was bawling. No, but, no, but not as much as I would probably even be able to speak. So I said, I don't know. I haven't decided that. I don't think I, I, I might wake up. I don't know. I might wake up tomorrow and I'm going to say, this is my last race. I don't care if it's three races to go, five races to go. If, if I feel like I'm not doing this, I'm not the type of guy. Uh, no, I'm going to sit there and then drive at 230 miles an hour just because I have commitments to people. It's, 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 so you stay, like like you have, and I'm sure like me, like you just stay attached to this process and you stay mm -hmm. attached to the job and it is what it is and you're moving forward. And, you know, um, I mean, I can't even say that I got excited about the season to start because I knew it was coming. Like, yes, I'm, I'm happy for it, but it's not like I'm like itching to get back in the car again. And so when in 2017, when my sponsor left, which, you know, you've been around long enough to see me. Twice. It happened to I, me twice. I, I haven't, like that was a new problem for me. And so you, you get fate. Like I, for the first time was faced with this scenario of like, what if they, what if they just fire me? What if, you know, especially NASCAR with gigantic budgets, like what if they just let me go? And then I had this rush of feeling of like, I'm not ready. And I'm telling you, it felt really good because I didn't think like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't think like, oh, my God, I'm excited. I'm ready. Let's do this. So I'm racing to the but best. Because and it was comfortable, right? It was comfortable. And, and, and then there was no then, challenge. Right. And, and, and also, you know, you, you get put in that squeeze position where you're like, what do you feel? And I felt, oh, shit, I'm not ready. And it felt really good to feel that. But here's the problem. It planted a seed. Mm -hmm. And so... This is my experience in retirement, anyway. That's um, good. I'm, I'm getting. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it planted the seed of like, but but like not just like the idea in a distant way and not feeling into that because that's the magic of like feeling into something like you feel into being successful or winning or retiring or whatever you have to like feel the emotions and and imagine your life without it right so I started imagining where would I go what would I do where would I live what would I you know all these scenarios running through my head these these like further scenarios than just the concept of retiring and I was like man that's not so bad but see but that's why I, I looked at it you know and I talked Obviously, I'm talking to you. I talked to Michael Andretti. I talked to Dale Jr. about it. I talked to Tony Stewart about it, um, just as a as a casual conversation. Yeah. And, and I'm not afraid of that. And in and in a way, I'm not the type of person that, like I just said, I'm like, what's next? I know I will find something. Yeah. You know. So to me, it's still. I think. You know, through the years when I had, you remember when I left Andretti, my sponsor left and they fired me and I had five years into my contract and I had to go and figure it out. So I went back home to Brazil, found a bunch of sponsors, came back and you still three, wanted it. three years right. later I won the 500. Yeah. And, and yeah. then I went to Ganassi, which was a big team. And then like you were like a lot of pressure, the champion. And I had a tough, tough, tough teammate, Dixon. I mean, it come on. Chip. <laughs> And chip and 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 the <laughs> pressure got the and the pressure got into me, yeah. and and the pressure to perform and and I think to be honest, during those four years, 
I've I've thought about retirement because I I was getting beat not just on the racetrack but mentally and people are trying well this is how you got to drive like Scott Dixon this is the car Dixon drives fast how can I said guys let me put it this way if I was able to just copy what he does then then it will be easy or anybody anybody anything that has a good car everybody's gonna what we're gonna fucking sorry we're gonna freaking you can swear all you want finish. Four guys. Whatever the fuck the, you want. Okay, thank you. So, and that got, really got into me. And so my last year at Ganassi, I told Chip in his face that I, I knew I didn't do a good job for him. And then I shouldn't be there because for some reason it wasn't clicking. Mm. And that's when it was what's next. And I'm like, do I want to keep racing or not? And then I meet AJ and Jay's like, AJ says, hey, come on, let's, let's build this team. So that's my fire. So, so you had a new goal. It's a new goal. It's a new goal. New it's goal. a team a that has finished goal. that last in the championship. Right. Now we're getting the sponsors getting excited because they're getting because I remember like, like th- LeBron in Cleveland when he came yeah, back. Yeah, I, like, I wish. I wish. I hope I can do that. <laughs> but it was it is kind of that. You know what I mean? Like in my mind was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. And then I remember because Larry Ford came to me and says, "Why you want to race for me?" Mm-hmm. You know, like you're. I mean, you're Tony Kanan. I'm like. Exactly. I, I'm just a normal race car driver, and I want to make you guys successful. So last year, yeah. you were there, and oh, yeah. we led a bunch of laps yeah. at the 500. And then they were thrilled. So basically, that's why I'm yeah. doing it. So yes, do I love racing? 100%. Uh, do I feel like you sometimes that, you know, man, I got to travel. Man, I got the hotels and the buses and like... I, I, I have to the police that goes along exactly. With the I have to police myself exactly. Blah, blah. Hey, don't forget, don't forget. You gotta yeah. say ABC Supply so Honda. Chevrolet. Uh, my sponsor. I was so bad. I had to go to media training after. Like I was an indie car driver. I was in NASCAR. They were worse career. because in, in, in <laughs> I have like I'm old enough now that I can say, guys, I am not doing this. Yeah. I will plug you guys in. But it's not, I'm not going to start my interview. My number 14 car with ABC Supply, Chevy Firestone Delara. Cute like, story. Not, got it in, though. Good job. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> not happening. No, no, I'm not plugging it in. I'm just saying that's not happening. Yeah. I, it's not my style. Yeah. Um, I haven't done it in years. I think my fans know. I mean, I, I've always, you know, it's funny because let's say I've, no, I've known you for so long. And then I go see an interview and I'm like, that's that's fucked up. That's not her. They are telling her what to do. Yeah, I, just to begin the interview. After that, you become yourself. But you're like, yes, my, uh, you know, go, daddy. I'm yeah. like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and then everybody's the same. So you're watching that. And you're like, really, man? I always felt like they interview me because I don't do that. Exactly. Right? Because you're interesting. Because exactly. you're controversial. Or because you say what you want. You answer the damn question. Exactly. And so when you change into the person to serve your sponsor that just says the names, they're not going to want to talk to you anymore. So so what? Now I'm not a valuable commodity or, or I don't help help your bottom line because I'm not on TV. Look at my damn suit. It's, hey, it's all right over the place. Right here, right here, right here. I mean, it's like, place, come right? on. I agree. Yeah. So I I mean, I stand stand your ground. Don't you lose that fire. Hey, I'm 44. Yeah. They ain't changing it. It's only getting worse. <laughs> I feel like the fire uh, is just dying. The more and more I do whatever the hell I want, you know what I mean? It, it, it gets to the point that it's just not so anyway. But that was, that's what gets me going. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I still want to do it. And, and yes, uh, I can assure you that I don't probably, I don't have more than two years left. 
Yeah. I myself. And and I keep telling my friends that too. And I will ask you as well as a friend. Um, because it's hard. You know when you see a, an old person driving a car on the street and they're all over the place, but they <laughs> I mean, still think they the can drive. Scottsdale, of course I see exactly. old people driving cars. So I'm asking my friends, my close friends, if you if I'm doing that in the race car that I'm not good <laughs> enough anymore and you guys see that, please pull me aside discreetly and tell me that. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you just have to, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's one of those things where you wake up one day and you realize because... You're going to have to think different for that to happen or something is going to have to happen. And you don't want something to happen no. that's bad because a lot of times that's what it's going to mm-hmm. be, right? And so you kind of want to just check in on some level. So like what, um, you know, that kind of leads me to another topic that is such a, I think, an important one. And you talked about how with Ganassi, you know, you were getting beat into the ground and you were, there's a lot of pressure and, you know, just kind of, kind of like zap the fun out of it a little bit. What what things do you do? And then just to that rephrase are, that, like I was beating myself down with the pressure. I'm not nobody yeah, was there. They like, were too. That's me saying it, but you know, <laughs> that's me. Tony did not say that. No, no, that no, was, no. You know how it goes. Yeah, it, well, you it know, comes you know, from you both have a good sides. Car, exactly. So you put the pressure and on your yourself. Your teammates winning championships, and you're right, like, so you put the pressure on yourself. Yes, of course, yes. of course, and that is the expectation level too. You know, Correct. so you know it's coming from both sides, but you know the self one is the most important one. So right, so let's keep on the self. So what did you do to counter that? Like I had certain things over time that I had to do, but what, like, what did you do to, did you even know that you had to counter that? A hundred percent. Okay. What did you um, do? Well, not a hundred percent. I've got somebody, my wife made me aware of it. Mm-hmm. And the only way, unfortunately, the way I got presented was I was being an extremely miserable human being <laughs> at home mm. with my wife, with my kids. Um, what does that? I I know the so Tony. I know he, the happy-go-lucky Tony. What's the miserable Tony? Extremely moody, uh, very short, and I wouldn't. I wasn't rude to them, but I wasn't present. I, nothing. It would excite me. Oh, let's go to the pool. Uh, whatever in the pool. Then I'll be in the pool sitting there like. You could have gone to the doctor. They'd have definitely given you pills. I'm <laughs> oh, sure. For sure. <laughs> so it, so she grabbed me one day and she says, "Look." I don't know if you want how you take this because I don't, you know, it's one thing about Tony. Uh, I will listen to your criticism, but that doesn't mean I would accept it really well. I don't like it. Uh, I'm working on that. But so anyway, we sat down and she's like, just look at you. Um, I want to, she, she went all the way back, all the way back to my childhood. And look what, look what you became. Look the family that you have. Look what we have. Mm-hmm. Look at your kids. And so I'm not saying for you to like, yeah, if you don't want to be grateful for that, it's totally fine. It's your choice. I'm trying to show you so you can look around and maybe you can see some happiness. It's You're not, the way she put it, it, it touched me so hard. She says, we're okay. The one that is not okay, is you. the one that is missing, it's you. We're not missing anything. Mm. We miss we miss you, but the kids are still happy. They still have fun. I still have fun. I still love my kids. I still love my life. You're missing it. Mm. So 
I have to say I cried and and, yeah. and 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 that hit me pretty hard and then I said you know what so that's well, that realized was realized the work was on you correct right which is always the hardest thing you want something else to fix it somebody else to fix correct. it correct and he, and as a race car driver you blame on the car you blame on the team the best you blame, part about the job exactly, you can blame the car exactly <laughs> you know so you know like it's just it's not like well, basketball so or football if you throw a bad ball yeah. You threw it like you hit. It's the, your fault. I'm like, no, that was my guy that didn't give me. You can't do that. So yeah. anyway, so the racket's the same. It's supposed to hit the ball. That's the same that goes over. It didn't make it over the net. I can't help it. So I, I, I said, all right. Um, I thought about it, um, and 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 then that was probably the first time that I said, do I need to give up racing to be happy? Mm-hmm. That was my first question. And. A follow up right after that says, "Well, no, because I'm not happy because my racing is not good. So where's the balance?" And that's when I decided that I was not going to stay where I was. Mm-hmm. Although I had good friends there, I became really close to Dixon, and and but it was a it wasn't a good environment for me. It was mm-hmm. putting a lot of pressure on myself. But I wanted to keep racing. But at this time, at this point of my career, I had gone from winning the 500 to one of the top teams. And IndyCar, with a teammate that was extremely tough, extremely talented, that has won five championships with three since I signed. His nickname is the Iceman. Exactly. Um, so I wasn't really getting hired by another top team. I'm 42 years old. You basically raised all but one of them. You're just like, guys, we used, we, Tony, you had a good one. Thank you. No, you had a great one. Real, yes, you, thank a you. Real, realize maybe. So I'm like, all right. So and I looked around and I said, well, what, what's next? And then I said, well, that is AJ. Same thing I did with KV when I left Andretti. We 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 built the team, and so I signed a three year deal with him, which is I'm in the middle of my second year, and we're talking about maybe an extra one, and that would be it. But uh, I knew for a fact when I signed with him. That was going to be my last contract. So are you telling me that you found a new goal? A hundred percent. Is that what, you know, well, was let's, that the self-work? I mean, what was, the, what was it, well, you know, when Lauren had that heart-to-heart with you so beautifully, you know, what was it that you, what did you do? Something has to change yes. in, your, in your routine or in your mindset. My mindset, both. my mindset has to change. Right. And I had to actually start it, to start to separate again my racing life to my personal life. Right. Although I'm not good at it, obviously. I got called on it. Um, I've, I had to find a new goal in my profession mm-hmm. to be able to be happy on my personal life as a transition because I don't think that's right. And then you should separate things. Sure. Although I'm still allowed to come home and, and, and be mad at her or mad with her and say, please, just let me be mad because I can't be mad at those guys because I'm going to get fired. You can say anything you want. It's like, yeah. with all due respect, and, anything. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, yeah, go ahead, let it go. But yeah. just, I've learned, I had to relearn how to enjoy my life even because, because you go from winning a lot of not winning and then you questioning yourself, of right? Is oh that Oh my God, me? you questioned yourself? It's like, it, you know, I mean. Am I good enough? And I do, because everybody's saying I'm not. You know, so but you the, know that's not true. But it is easy for those thoughts to creep in when things aren't going as well. You think to yourself, "Well, is it me? Have I lost something?" You do, right? You and do. Then I mean, you it, run down that, you go down that whole rabbit hole on yourself, and that's a dangerous place to go because those are such negative thoughts. It is. So then you have to. You obviously started thinking positive. So the first right? thing I did, like I'm Tony fucking Kanan. Cor- like cor- I am amazing. Correct. Right? But actually, the only myself. thing I've did was. 
I didn't know how I could change that in my job because if I was going to relay on results, I wasn't going to the right team. Let's face it, we're building the team. So the results were not going to come. If I'm going to say, oh, no, I need to win a race to be happy, that was going to be a problem. So I've changed my attitude at home first. And then life like, just... Like, what do you do? I mean, these are, these are things DP, that... I woke up, honestly, after that conversation, I woke up, I said, I have to be different. So obviously it wasn't a switch, but... I would pay more attention during the day when I was being negative to myself and I was affecting other people. Mm -hmm. And instead to go, fuck, I got to wake up seven in the morning and these kids are going to be yelling. They're going to mm -hmm. be crying. They're not going to eat their breakfast and they have to, to brush their teeth. And then I got to put them in the car and I got to take them to school and they're going to fight who's going to open the door of the car. And <laughs> you go, you know what? And Lori is the completely the opposite. You know my wife. Yeah. Um, You've known so her since great. the day we met. She laughs about everything. The kid, they, they threw a cracker through like the table. Ha <laughs> ha, well, I'm like, you can't do that. Oh, She's look like, at the new artwork on the wall, it's honey. Relax, <laughs> man. So I've I've started to learn that and enjoy, enjoy more, even the bad stuff. You know, like, okay, it, well, because honestly, we get spoiled. You know that. Yeah. We, we become celebrities in a way. Everything works. We get to a restaurant we don't wait yeah, we sure. like oh my god this and that so i'm like i want to become a little bit more normal which moving to india wasn't a big help because everybody knows me here but yeah. so i start to enjoy that and eventually things started to change and and i start to see good things on that and then i start to enjoy my work and i start i start to enjoy being at home and and look at myself also i think we we kind of get carried on and and look back and see you know what what about the people that wake up four in the morning and have to do that and still go to work for 10, 12 hours a day, like, I don't know, behind a counter or they hate their jobs. No and windows. No, and no nothing. And then like they that, come right? home and they still, they can't make ends meet at the end of them. I'm like, yeah. I, just all that came. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. it's like, to me, um, and then I went back to Brazil uh, that was, we're talking about two years ago, ever since uh, that conversation. And, and I do a lot of charity things there. And we have a foundation that we help um, kids that have no moms and no dads or got abandoned. And we do Christmas for them and we buy a bunch of the gifts. And, and then you start getting back. You yeah. just get that stuff back and you go, you know well, what? I don't have it that bad just because my racing is not okay. But you, but you have to see it, right? You have to go. Yes. The first step is identifying. So you go, oh, I have... No, I get to, oh, it's going to, it might be a wonderful day. Like back in the IndyCar days when, you know, things were a little relentless for me too. Um, Haley and I had this whole kittens and rainbows thing. I don't know if you ever heard about it, but we were like, she'd knock on the bus door to come get me to do interviews before we'd go to the, go to the trailer mm -hmm. for, for meetings. And, and she'd be like, hello, good morning. It's kittens and rainbows today. <laughs> and we just like ham it up and not because we were feeling that way, but because we had to force ourselves to feel that way. So the first thing is like, you can either fake it till you believe it, which really does work, or you can identify the times where you're being negative and flip it. And then through that repetition, you probably naturally were just in, in a happier state because Correct. you trained yourself to switch it, which, so having the negative is fine, but you have to recognize that you had it then then switch it and think, oh, no, I get to do this. My life is wonderful. And then over enough time, it, it just gradually becomes the dominant emotion. And, and I think there is two things. One is you, you look at yourself and you go, 
how bad you really have it. You know, we have we we're in a sport that is extremely selfish. So you become selfish. You think everything it's you, yeah. you, and you start. You know, you get married or you have a boyfriend or you have a family. Then you go, well, it's not all about me. Yeah, that's Did what, kids change that a lot for you, do you think? Or was it or was it more like life experiences? The or, kids you know, they did, say kids are still, I don't have kids, you know. I'm, the kids did change a lot because, you know, they're innocent people, especially when they're little, and they tell you the truth right in your face. So sometimes you get home and you don't have time to debate <laughs> about that race because you're just there, you know, watch, looking... Yeah. Or you go watch. The, I don't have time for that mom, anymore. Like, Daddy, it's so good to see you. And exactly, like, and they hug and they hey, like, want to play. You want to play choo choo train with me, or you want to? Then you go, yeah, not, and then it, it goes. It's it not goes, like you, you said. Uh, did you see how I did today? It, exactly. Are you sure you still love me? You know, of course not. So the other day, the best line uh, my uh, four year old told me the other day says, "Dad, when you didn't used to suck," <laughs> because he hasn't seen me win a race. It's been four years, so. I said, yeah, Dako, when I didn't used to suck, we used to win a lot of races. Oh. On the on the green car, right? We, we, I said, yeah, correct, <laughs> correct. 7-Eleven car. Here you go. But, you know, that keeps you, you know, you laugh and you go, yes. So right. that, that you know, it's it, nowadays, it, it, it's, it's. Uh, I'm not saying I don't have bad moments. I don't want to sit here and yeah, say, no, you know, that's, oh, that's my God, human. you know, I changed, it changed my life. And you never have a negative thought but i go to the track and i enjoy and and i think because i know i'm getting towards the end yeah i'm trying to enjoy every moment so we came here today i'll give you a perfect example my guy benito this (laughs) it's your haley it's been with me forever uh messed up the date (laughs) three years ago he would hear all day long i'll be mad i would be like so we said that you're in here you're actually because you're not supposed to be here yeah I sat with, with David and we said, oh, here we go. Let's do this. I actually had Deco with me. He wanted it to meet you. I'm so bummed that you didn't That's fine. Back he was, you. You'll see him. You'll see him. But okay. he's, he's, Dad, I don't want to go back. Oh. Because he was watching He's so an honest. IPad, he's like, know? no, this he is, is better. My, he is. <laughs> home is better. I want to play with my, my cars. I said, go ahead. And I said, all right, well, can we do this? Can we arrange? We, let's go back. And I come back in an hour. Yeah. If it was before, I'll be mad. I'll be yelling at him the entire way home. You fucked up. We can't do that at this point. Whatever, man. We're still having a great conversation. I have yeah. 400 other things to do after this because we got to go to the speedway for some parties. But yeah. I learned. That's awesome. Again, I, it, still, it, 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 it still gets to me sometimes. Of course. But it takes a lot longer nowadays yeah. than, than it used well, to. Well, that's a beautiful flow. And you kind of just never, and that's a it's like a common word that I think to myself is flow because it's those times when things don't go right that either, oh my God, you have a fantastic story or it leads you to a place that you wouldn't have been or you maybe, you know, it's the whole butterfly to f- butterfly effect or sliding doors sort of um, Correct. thing where, you know, if this didn't happen, these others wouldn't. And you just have to respect that dynamic in life and that, you know, it's all leading you to where you need to go. And, and of course, you have to do your best, right? Like Benito not, will definitely I, be double checking the uh, trust me, he felt extremely bad, American but, dates of four, five, five, but four, trust but. me, I think he felt more bad that I actually said, many, it's all right, you're allowed to make a mistake, but please don't yeah. do it again. Instead of yell at him yeah, and you'll be pissed and I will be talking to him for two days, which it happened before. Trust yeah. me, our relationship has improved as well. Yeah. As I'm pretty sure in Haley get into each other. Sometimes she makes you do things that you I don't want to do. She said the other day I was arguing with her on something a little bit and she goes, she goes, DP, 
same team here. And I was exactly. like, ah, shit, that's yeah, right. I'm working for you. It's side. not like, like Benny says, I mean, if you don't want to do any interviews, <laughs> yeah. not my problem. It's yeah. not going to change my life. You think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, wow. I've learned how to relax. That's so good. So uh, one thing that I do to relax um, that I love for me, and, I, and I, I'm, maybe you're the same, like I love working out. Well, yeah, well, I do. You know, you know me. So I, but I've never, like, there was one time we were at the gym at the same time. It was at, uh, uh, where was it, over off was of, it, for, for, uh, it was like St. Vincent? No, it was at the Speedway, remember? In the, in at the, the, in the, the Speedway dungeon, gym in, in the, the dungeon, basement. yes, yeah. yes. And I don't really see what you do, but you're super duper fit and you always have been. You've always been, like, very uh, lean, mean fighting machine. So, like, what do you, what so, do you really do? Uh, uh, too many things nowadays because we have so many options and i know like i'm so are actually you an overtrainer because i'm a total admitted overtrainer. no 100 yeah. percent. I, I mean today More what, is what time can we say the time here the real time yeah, it's sure. what yeah, what sure. four four twenty five, and uh, today i already worked out for four hours oh my god i rode my bike for three but rode my bike people don't think i'm just getting there with my little oh, basket yeah. no, and my dog joy ride no so it was rainy i was supposed to go ride so you were outside no. Okay. So it, I woke up. It was raining. We and we have a group of guys that we do a hard, hard ride on on Saturdays, and it was raining. So I got on my trainer and I rode staring at TV for three hours. And uh, what did you watch? Uh, everything. I actually on my list right now. I'm watching the Blacklist, which oh, is you know. Yeah. So I have some, 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 uh, uh, in, uh, some catch up to do because I haven't been able to. So if you guys know anything that happened yesterday, I haven't watched that. <laughs> so please don't tell me. Just watch a movie or stuff like that. Yeah, I catch up on my. Too. Actually, I've I've migrated towards not even listening to music. Sometimes I'll put on like a podcast. Actually, or, that's or what a I'm. I, video I, I, or something so like that funny enough, listening. I'm gonna give you a podcast. Somebody gave it to me last week. I don't recall the name, but when once we're done, I'll look. It's actually a book about overtraining. Damn it! I don't so want to read that. it's a it's a podcast. So, sorry, it's a pod, it's a podcast. Actually, that's I got awesome. the podcast. So anyway, but yeah, I I so nowadays. Um, I would say probably I'm in the best shape I've ever been. It's just because That's I have saying something, buddy. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I think when you're younger, you can go by and sure, just do right. the minimum, yeah. the bare minimum, and yeah. you're still there. Yeah. Um, I'm a hundred percent convinced that that's what's keeping me, you know, still at my job. But basically, what I do, um, I it, by the way, having been gone from Indy cars for seven years. How hard was it? Oh my God, that, that shit is so hard. Exactly, it's, oh it's getting harder. I couldn't turn the wheel yeah. the first day. When I had to do the refresher, I was like, oh and, my God. And you're God. not the type of person that you stop working out. I'm, just... I am more fit than I ever was when I drove Indy cars, for sure. I do CrossFit. <laughs> um, I don't ride a bike for, for I don't work No, but that that's, that's, doesn't matter. But, it, but I mean, that I was, I'm as strong as I have ever been, for sure. And I got in the car and I was like, I can't. Turn I know the wheel. So oh, shit. Over the years, so since I've moved to Indy uh, a year ago, the, it, in my life it's pretty boring actually because I I take the kids to school every morning if I'm home. You get to take the kids. I to get school to take there. the kids. I get. To, I want to take the kids yeah. with the minivan, which everybody makes fun of me. Please, do you do you seriously have a minivan? I drove it here. You, I mean, but now I didn't because I we swapped cars. But I came here with the minivan. Can we take a picture in front black, of Black, yeah, black oh wheels, God. dark windows, so they don't know who's driving. But I have it. 
You know, it's a little... Because the most popular question to ask a race car driver is, what do you drive? We have a minivan. So, you know, the fun things to answer are like, I've got a Lamborghini, I've got a Ferrari. But the other fun answer is yes. I have a minivan. I do. And actually... You can't uh, go in the middle. Like, the Tahoe's not going to do the but, trick. But I have to say, people... To say minivan. You, I don't think you... Obviously, you don't have one, but they do not respect you if you drive a minivan. <laughs> They, if they can't cut you off, they will cut you off. If you know when you're coming, like you're gonna like actually you're fighting for a lane, they go shit, it's a minivan. I gotta get ahead of it, and then they just they will do whatever they can to like chop you off. I'm like, what? So like I'm driving in the I drive the minivan every morning, and then I drop the kids at school. And I come home because it's really close, and I'll swap cars because you actually. Get into your Ferrari. No, no, <laughs> I get into my Tahoe. I love Tahoe. But but uh, but uh, but we swap because actually I go to the gym, and Lauren actually picks them up because the kids are still small, they're little, so they they only go to school for four hours. Eleven thirty, they're out, and I'm still at the gym. So, but my life is, and then but anyway, I get on my own car, and people don't do the stuff that they just did to me five minutes ago. So it is a a a a. a, a yeah. It is something about the minivan, but so I take the well, kids to they, school. They, they know there's a baby on board. <coughs> Correct. Or assume. I I take the kids to school around eight o'clock. Um, I go to the gym here in town and do very specific things. Um, I've learned. I'm trying uh, to to get more flexible, which I've I was always the type of guy that lift a lot of weights and. Getting older, I was really like, do we you know. Do need to do a yoga class when I come back? For the actually, 500? yes. Uh, I actually Namaste. started. Lauren is doing it a lot, so I started. I can but actually recommend um, some stuff to do at home. Perfect. Uh, like an, it's like the an hardest online. thing I've ever done. Yeah, there's like yoga glow is what I use online, and you just search in like I have 30 minutes or I have 60 minutes, and you're like, oh, I'll, level, I'll, level I'll one, two, three. Pick you up on that. And, yeah. Anyway, but it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I mean, it's it's like I I sucked at it. I'm bad at it. But anyway, so yeah. I go to the gym. Um, we're doing a lot of new new things and exciting things at the gym nowadays. I spend two, two and a half hours every morning. Um, apart from lifting, we do a lot of circuit, a little bit of CrossFit because I love. Mm -hmm. But now we have... Have you done CrossFit? Oh, for, for six years. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. That's what we should do. Yeah, let's Screw do it. Screw yoga. Let's, let's do go it. to CrossFit. But also we have nowadays this amazing uh, technology and, and TVs and with, that you, we can use for your reflexes. So basically, it's this big 72-inch TV with this computer uh, this program. Pit fit that you go yeah, to? with Jim with mm -hmm. PitFit. And they put a program in, and you have to hit this little blue ball as fast as you can in one minute. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, we have seven drivers that work out at the same time. And so it becomes a competition. So you become better at that, who's more the, agile. Who's the sharpest and who's the least? So I mean, I'm, not gonna say, I'm not going to say the list. Just science. The fastest one is actually Kyle Kaiser, which is an Indy Lights driver. Mm. Young kid. Yeah, he, he'll, technology. He'll be, he'll, be, he'll be gone. Are you surprised? Yeah. But Dixon is still pretty good <laughs> at it. It's just his dexterity. He's just really good with the tech. Exactly. Thing. It's kids nowadays. You know what millenniums they call, right? So, Gen whatever. <laughs> uh, to that two and a half hours in the morning, and then I go for my bike rides uh, for two hours in the afternoon. So in a week, I would say... I will do 19 to 20 hours of workouts in so various you work out times. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If I'm not racing on every oh, every so day. Do you ever take an off day? No, the off day will be something really easy like a yoga stretch yeah. or a easy cardio just to keep yeah. it. We call the 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 active, active recovery. recovery, which, which is, is the biggest really bullshit ever. Like, it's, it's just cough for I don't want to do it's, nothing. It's not good actually. I, I I have to say that's why I'm I'm listening to this podcast of 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 you know 
the recovery because yeah. I don't believe that my body hurts if I don't work out. Yeah. Like if I take a day off, I wake up and I don't know, probably is in my mind, but I feel pain here, there, or my age. Well, but. thoughts become things. So look, I mean, there's a lot worse things to be thinking than, 100%. than uh, oh man, if I don't work out today, my body won't <laughs> feel good. But you know, it's, it's just you get used to it. I've done it all my life. Um, so I'm, you so you lift heavy weights then? I mean, you're, you've always twice been a week, really muscular. Twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week. Yeah. So to, to, but that, that's because I like it, yeah. right? So the way I structure my workout is I got to do everything that I need to do to be able to drive the race car. Because which that's is? Which is the core, the shoulder, the neck. You know the stretching reflex. after reflex. Yeah. So that it, it, that's integrated to every workout I do. Got it. But once that's done, then what's fun? So what's your love? Then what's cycling? CrossFit. CrossFit and what? cycling. What? Oh my god! Yeah. CrossFit, cross, burpees, and you know all the stuff that I I. So then I do that just because yeah. you know for fun. The cycling, the triathlons. I do a lot of triathlons. I still squeeze yeah. some swimming and, and running during Back the to week. CrossFit. So what are your favorite moves, and what are your least favorite moves? Um, I'm still, I suck at you know. Going up on the court, yeah, like anything that has to do with it. I so can I, you do ring muscle ups? I can one or two, but I want to do like I'm ten. Not, I've I've been able to do them sporadically, but I never commit to practicing no, because I'm not that. Good I hurt my shoulder mm, trying to do it, so I'm actually I haven't done it in eight months because I'm afraid. Now that they fixed it, and then it was actually. That's the biggest pr problem, right? We get competitive. You can do whatever you want now, but I, while I'm still driving, yeah. I can't get hurt myself, so I won't well, be able to drive the car. Tony, that's what happened with NASCAR because it's so much easier physically. I just started doing whatever, whatever I you wanted. Want. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't I, need to be recovered for the weekend. I asked, because you know, I, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, I'm like, Jimmy, how can you run 20 miles before you get in the car? He's like, but why? Because it's so easy. Yeah, you do that before now, you drive on IndyCar. You can't wake up in the morning. Maybe that's not super duper smart. No, like I when understand. It's Richmond and it's really hot out in the summer, yeah. and then it's but but yeah, I mean from a from a from a muscle. But we can't do that in IndyCar. Can you no drove way. it last year? I mean that is like. When I drove IndyCars, I was afraid to hold a magazine for too long to flip the pages because <laughs> my forearms would be fatigued. Like I was super careful about overworking and being recovered. And uh, with NASCAR, I didn't have to worry about that. So I. I can't wait to see what you look like after being out of the car for a year. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you know, I don't think I will do what you did. I don't think if I'm not driving, when the day that I, the, I'm driving long enough. So you think it's just going to be ice cream and walks? Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. It will not. That, no, 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 no. I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying, no, no. Sorry. I, I thought you say if I, if I take a year off and I go back in the race car. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, no. The day that I retire, I'm just, honestly, first of all, I'll be 20 pounds heavier muscle-wise because I, I just Start like it. Lifting. I like it. I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm all into my yeah. body fat. Okay. I, mean, I hate the way I look right now because I look like a little little rat that is like, <laughs> oh I can't, you know, yeah. I want to be bigger. The good news you know? is we have cameras on so everybody can see that you're not a you know, little I rat. Went, like, no, well, but I went. If you were to like take your, like I'm not going to do it, but if you were to show everyone. I would, I would take my shirt off, but I, I think it's, you know, with all the respect, I'm, look, I'm all dressed up. I'm all, we do that another in another podcast. Everyone can trust. But I went to see the CrossFit Games and from right? Yes. Oh man, I went last two years. And the guy, like, He's my size and he's a hundred. Are you talking about Rich? Rich. Yeah, I he's, know Rich. You know him. I saw mm -hmm. pictures that yeah. you saw him. Oh, yeah. He's my he's, height. He's, I want to be that size. I want to be, you know, yeah. I, I'm five, five. 
I'm a hundred fifty pounds. I'm a wimp. You, you know why you will? Because you will have you've already you already know what it's like to put that many hours yes, in. Yes. And look, all you have to do is keep lifting and and eat, which I like. Well, the that's right the stuff. next thing is so Rich never had like a really so I mean I've seen him. You know, he's stayed at the house before. Like, I, I, I've I, seen what he wakes up and has breakfast. So he would, like, skip breakfast. and But he would show up usually having stopped at a grocery store of some sort and bought, like, pounds of deli meat and some cheese. And then he'd just, like, snack on that stuff. And it was, like, sumo style. Like, big, huge big dinner. Huge. Like, no breakfast. Meat, 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 and cheese. But see, I want to do that. I just, you know, but I have now he right does, now. Now he does. Now he is particular because he has ailments, right? He has like, you know, his, you know, knees. Well, and stuff. I'm pretty, so, I'm pretty sure so I'll get into you. like the proper people to not to yeah. get hurt. But yeah, I can help you with all that. So yeah. Even though you already look ten times better no, than I, have, I ever I, had. No, than that's I ever not have. true. That's not. True. But so, is there a diet? Do you do anything specific with your diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah big like time. The queen of diet. Phases? Yes, I, I obviously um, every year I do a metabolic test. So I know exactly uh, what my body burns if I just lay in bed all day long. I did a metabolism test, but I just did one where it was like, do I have a high or low metabolism? And I was like right on, no, right so on normal. Basically, oh, uh, my body right now, as I got older, I kept dropping. I went from burning 16, uh, 16 uh, yeah, 1,600 calories a day to 1,200 calories a day. Um, you know, as your heart rate, you get yeah, older, yeah, sure. your metabolism slows sure. down. So basically with that, you go and you put how many calories you burn a day average, right? So the resting is doing nothing, right? That's it's just, just a it's a mess. It's just, it's uh, a, it's just, yeah. uh, it's just being alive. Yeah they, met, yeah. they just say, if you just lay in bed all day long, you're going to burn 1200. So basically, you know, you can eat 1200, but if you go work out, I burn actually pretty much 36 to 3,800 calories a day. Between out. my workouts and oh, so is that including resting? The the twelve hundred plus plus the, another uh, the, no plus another twenty four. I'm terrible. Twenty four. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but we got it. We got it. That's why we drive the cars and we have engineers Correct. that figure out all the math. Correct. So and with that, then we have. I don't call it diet because I don't like to call diet. I call it a healthy sure, way of yeah. living. Yeah. Right. So I agree. I, I allow myself twice a week to have a cheat meal, which is not a full meal. It's either one dessert, or if I want to have a burger, which, because I want to have a what's burger. What's your favorite dessert? I love desserts. I love key lime pies and cheesecakes. Okay. So, in a cheesecake, you go to. The cheesecake factor, it's 1,600 calories. But go. but that, I don't make that math, yeah. right? So, but usually I'm very... Do you very, really eat that many calories in a day as far as like no. your resting and your operate, like no, what I you can't. burn? That's a lot of food. I can't because it's too much food. So basically, I, I, I'm allowed to cheat like that. But yeah. so, but I'm actually extremely, I would call boring uh, as far as my meals go yeah. because... You know, especially with Do the, you follow a certain diet of no, like gluten, no, dairy, no. keto? Uh, I, I eat everything. Paleo. I've never I've never I don't feel bad. I don't yeah. I know some people said, Oh, I've changed this yeah. uh, when you know, lactose free and I'm awesome. Yeah. I never really was a big milk yeah. drinker. I drink a lot of almond milk. You with more energy could be dangerous since you exactly. Are I don't need four it anymore. Hours a day. So I drink a lot of almond milk, but I mean, I'm 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 simpler. So when we cook at home because of the the lifestyle and it's so busy, I don't want to like oh what we're we gonna have today. So we cook every Sunday. Laura and I we make all the food for the whole week. So you. ground beef, ground turkey, oh uh, uh, you know all the so and we have it, but we have that all week. 
You know, if you come eat in the house today, you're going to have ground beef and sweet potato. If you come next week, you're going to have ground beef and sweet potato. So just let me know what you're having each week while I'm here. for the. <laughs> okay, for, I'll bring it to yeah, you. And, and we I, have the portions. And then, you know, I'm a little, actually a little particular about that. I do actually weight my food. You do scale it. Yes. Yeah. So you work, you do, you do macros. Yes. But nowadays, obviously with the travel, I'm not bringing a scale everywhere i go right i'll go to the restaurant say can i have this uh can i have a spare plate too so, so i've learned i've learned how to how to you know measure my portions visually. By, by visually totally. and obviously you're gonna call lean meat in a restaurant and you're not gonna have it so i come kind of you gotta have to be a little bit more flexible but yeah. obviously I'm, i love numbers i'm all about the body fat i get mad when i'm over 10 percent and and it just drives me nuts. So it's. Uh, I've never tested for good reason. <laughs> you shouldn't, because it's addicting. <laughs> oh my. So as well, long as see, here's the thing. Knowledge is power, though, right? This, so then you know, you know your. No, calories, but you should You know your but body you should, fat. But, but no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't, because my my thing is, I'm trying to change that. Is if you look yourself in the mirror, and you think you look good, it doesn't matter if you're 20 percent body fat, because then you look the way you like the way you look. The problem is if perception, you, right? Exactly. It's, were you know, were was dad cheating or was it a go kart exactly. perception? Or but right? you so. also don't want to become a slave of your body because yeah. you know, like well, to get the way people do in pictures, they don't do that all year long, as you know. I mean, I, I do. Yeah, I mean, for the cover of my book, I mean, I, for for my book, pretty intense. I worked out. I mean, I, I worked out a ton. All I always work out a lot, but um, but the few months before I started being really particular about my food, and I carried my food everywhere with me, like everywhere I went, I had a cooler. Um, I was very particular. I, I ate a ton of stuff and I ate lots of food, but I was very particular that it was my prepared food. Yeah. And um, and then towards the end, I got more and more picky as it came, but I didn't want to crash diet for a month. I wanted some time. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, those aren't real. You don't look like that every no. day walking around. And if and then, you do, And then you're for just... what, right? And for who? And, and so, what yeah, is it? You know, so once that's... you get there, you realize that you're like, oh, now what? Can you just, everyone just look at me right now real quick. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go have a cheeseburger now. Yeah, and then <laughs> with the kids, it's tough. Like, we're all, like, the kids say, hey, Dad, let's go eat a cheeseburger. Yeah. Nah, now nah, I'm going to have a salad. So I, 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 I kind of... The reasons why are important. Correct. Right? Um, but I don't think, uh, yeah, I think it, my wife, Lauren, was telling me that the other day. I think I'll be extremely dangerous when I have more time. To look at all that stuff a little yeah. more hardcore. And we're going to work out seven hours a day instead of well, four. Well, all right. Well, I know I've kept you for a long time, so... Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. Um, Thanks for being. I mean, I like to yeah. be the first one. Like, yeah, uh, you, you were, you're, you're. Uh, by mistake, but it happened. That's okay. See, that was That's, that was uh, all by nature. It correct. Jump right into it, and um, especially with someone so great as you, and um, someone that's accomplished so much, and we share so many stories, and and obviously we share a love of CrossFit, which I didn't know. And anyone uh, that does CrossFit, it's like a cult. We all know that. We're on it. I mean, we can um, see it in our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After I did my workout program, actually, this year, the first three months of the year. So getting back to it, I was telling my friend at the gym the other day, I'm like, yeah, my hands have to get reacclimated. She's like, ooh, I bet. So anyway, well, um, all right. Well, let's, Thank I'll, you. I guess I'll see you at the gym maybe. No, let's do it. We'll do it. We'll do a workout We'll together. do a wad, we'll right? You're going to kick my ass, but it's You fine. make one up and I'll make one up. I can promise you it's going to have a lot of burpees. So we'll be it, surprised. So. We'll be like... Like the CrossFit games, you show up sure. and, and we was li- okay deal. Sure, we should do that, and you'll keep. You, we we'll try and keep each other's workout under twenty minutes each, right? Like it could be five minutes. No, I have a feeling you're a Fran guy, but um, I'm like a I'm like a filthy filthy fifty girl. Okay, we'll so, see. So all right, I'll come. Fifteen minutes. Keep it under fifteen. We'll be throwing up. I'll, I'll barf for <laughs> sure. So you guys are gonna see me barf. Can't wait. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Thank you. 
Thanks everybody for listening to the Pretty Intense podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. And also thank you so much, Trevor Hall, for the awesome music. If you like what you heard today and you want to hear more, please click on the subscribe button.